Welcome to Rebel Radio, the place to be for healers, coaches, and changemakers who are seeking answers, hungry for impact, and open to possibilities. Join us for casual and epic conversations for the healers and coaches willing to do what it takes to activate their limitless wealth through the power of unity consciousness and quantum numerology. The key to claiming your personal power, activating your purpose, and creating infinite possibility in your world. I am so excited to dive into yet another epic Rebel Radio conversation with my new friend, Anne. Anne, welcome to the show. I'm so glad that you're here today. Thank you. It's really fun to be here. Looking forward I love to it. it. So before we went live, I shared a little bit of your numerology with you. And I'm curious, what was something that was like, oh, wow, or a big takeaway that you came up with that? Probably the thing that stuck with me most was when you said that I probably had a lot of anxiety, especially when I was younger. And that is certainly true. Mm -hmm. And that I took that I was empathic and took on a lot of um, emotions, not knowing if they were mine or other people's. And I'm happy to say that I've worked through that. And I, yes. I might be empathic still. I mean, I can yeah. pick up an energy for sure, but I'm not affected by other people's energy the same way I used to be. Yeah, I love that because you now know with a, a level of emotional mastery, you know what emotions are yours and what are others. So you can set up those boundaries around that. Yeah, kind of. I, I would say that they're all mine. Now <laughs> I know um, more. I would say they're all mine, um, but I know how to work with them and to let yeah. them pass through so that then I don't get affected next time. I love that. I love that. So tell us a little bit about you. You've got a really interesting number story that you shared with me in an email. I would love for you to share about that. But also, I want to hear your story, because you have this incredible story of understanding the power and technology that we have available to us in the body. I do. Yes. So the, I do have some fun numbers happening right now. I just turned 55 last week and uh, a few weeks before I was kind of thinking it's a, it's a great number because I was also born in 66. So I wonder if any other numbers work that way. And I worked out I have been in the US for 33 years, mm -hmm. just turned 55, born in 66. In 77, I went I traveled around the whole world. And in 88, that was the year I moved out to the US. So that's kind of fun. <laughs> that's so fun. I remember I, I just geeked out on that when you sent me that email. It was so fun. <laughs> yeah. And I published a book, my book last year. I published it and, and I did this consciously because I couldn't, I, you couldn't, um, couldn't randomize when it was going to be published. But mm -hmm. I self-published my book on 11-11-2020 at 11-11 and 11 seconds in the morning. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's that's so fun. fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just felt that was really fun. So so the book tells my story. So um, I had a lot of trauma growing up, two alcoholic parents. Um, I was adopted as well. And uh, when I was 19, I woke up one morning and found my mother dead in the bathroom. Mm. And that was a huge trauma for me, but I didn't realize how much I was holding it in and didn't process it at the time. So when I was in my late 30s, I had two young boys. I was a stay-at-home mother and I should not have had a lot of stress. But I was at a doctor's appointment one day and he asked me what my stress level was because he could tell it was higher than it should be. And it was an eight out of 10. Yeah. And I knew straight away it was because the tears from that event 20 years earlier were still so close to the surface. Mm. I just hadn't dealt with it. So he used this one technique with me. It's called EFT. A lot of people have heard of it. It's also called tapping. Short tapping on your face and talking about your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> 
short for emotional freedom technique. He used that with me for about 15 minutes. And I walked away from that appointment, being able to tell the story of her death with no emotions arising. Mm. There weren't any tears. I could just say the words of what had happened. And to me, it was amazing because I'd been, you know, I've been doing all sorts of things over the years, like diet changes and, and different practices and nothing seemed to make a real change. Mm-hmm. And this felt different. So I went home and I had a, I had a cat, a 17 year old cat who needed daily saline shots. He was just starting daylight, daily saline shots. And the first one I did, my hand was shaking so much. There was no way I was going to be able to do it every day. So I decided I'd try it out. And so I tapped about my fear of giving him the shot, my fear of hurting him, my memories around injections from the past. And the next time that it just slid right in and it was just Mm. magical. And every day after that, it was the same. So it was like a permanent shift. And at that point I thought, okay, I'm gonna do this. So I started noticing during the day when I felt emotional and I would tap about it. And I found my mind became becoming more peaceful. So I wanted more. I, it's one of my characteristics, I suspect. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, I wrote down all my traumas that I could remember, everything emotional that I could remember from my childhood. And I went through them one each evening. And at some point, I realized that my mind was quieter. And I realized mm. the voice that had been in my head that used to judge me and used to judge other people were, was my dad's. Mm. programmed me so that I did the same thing that he used to do right and when it was gone I could look back and see that I couldn't see it in the time you know when I was doing that criticizing I I didn't know that was my dad's voice I had to let go of it and then I could look back and say okay that was my dad's voice so that was really really powerful but then I went further I wanted to go further so I found out there's different different (laughs) levels of awareness. Now, I know that's a word that's bandied around and I didn't know what it meant, but now I do. So there's there's different levels of awareness. There's a a surface awareness where you know kind of what happens on a daily basis. Um, Like you might know my dad shouted at me, right? There's a Mm -hmm. series of words. But underneath that, there's probably some emotions, which is a deeper level of awareness. So maybe I was afraid when my dad shouted at me or scared when my dad shouted at me. That's a deeper level of awareness. And underneath that, right, the fear, there's actually a set of physical sensations that go along with the the emotion of fear. So it might be tension in my abdomen, my solar plexus. It might be tension in my jaw. But there's a a group of those feelings, physical sensations. Mm-hmm. And once I became aware of those, then I kind of didn't feel like I needed EFT anymore. I could have used it. You can use EFT on physical things. But I was in a group at the time and the guy said, you, you don't need to meditate. All you need to do is feel your feelings. Yeah, it's so, so I was, simple, isn't it? I know. And I was <laughs> tapping at the time. So yeah, I was just starting tapping. So I didn't know what he meant. And he didn't explain mm-hmm. it. But then I kept tapping and going to this group. And at some point I decided, okay, if he keeps saying that, so I'm going to try and do what he said. So I did. I would do my dishes at the kitchen sink. I would think a thought, notice that I was emotional around it and maybe frustration or anger or fear. And then I would stop. I would become like a statue. I would actually hold my breath and feel where those physical sensations were in the body Mm. and just feel them 
which means I would like talk to them. It's like, okay, I can feel you right there. I can feel this tension. I can feel this fear sitting right there in my solar plexus. I'm just going to let you be. I want you to stay there. I want you to express yourself because you've been suppressed for all these decades. So now I'm going to feel you and let you just do whatever you want to do. Yeah. And at some point I would need to take a breath and I'd <laughs> let it go. And then I'd think the thought again and find out is the fear still there because mm -hmm. it shifted what's it what's happened and I would do it again I would hold on to it again it might be in a different place it might not be as intense and then I would do that over and over again until the thought no longer had emotions attached to it I but it. I wanted more <laughs> I, I could I could see not the you. benefits <laughs> I could see the benefits so I started to lie, lay on the couch and I went through these collective traumas, like 9-11, the Loma Prieta mm. earthquake, the tsunami, bringing up those emotions that we all felt around those events and just feeling them and letting them go. And they would, they would just dissipate. If you totally accepted them, allowed them to express themselves, they would just dissipate. Yeah. And at some point, I realized that I could keep my awareness inside my body. So like, imagine if you had a toothache or a stomach ache and you could feel where it is in the body, right? Because you've got that pain there, you can feel it. But once it's gone, you can't normally put your awareness back on that place in the tooth or in the stomach. And I found that I could, I could mm. hold my awareness there. And so I started working with that. This is a deeper level of awareness, right? It, it was the physical sensations and now it's inside the body. Yeah. So I would do the same thing. I would hold my awareness on tension that I would find, just hold my awareness on it, allow it to be, and it would dissipate. And I realized, well, what I'm doing is I'm holding my awareness on the connective tissue or the fascia inside the body. Yeah. And it would dissipate. And that's how I've changed my skull structure because I've actually let the tension in my bones and the connective tissue in my face and my head relax. Yeah, that's, I find that fascinating. And I read a little bit of your story before we came on the show. I'd love for you to share about that because you shared your x-rays with me. And so you have, you have physical evidence of this occurring. So I'd love for you to share with our audience what this was, what this experience was like for you. It was pretty weird to be honest, you know? <laughs> The first time I actually got my awareness inside my my face and did this holding my awareness on tension and letting it go, I could actually hear it let go, and it feel it and I, and could feel it let go. And I, and I thought I was damaging myself the first time I did that, but then I realized mm -hmm. it's just part of the journey, and I kept doing it. But it sounds like old fabric ripping is what it sounds oh. like, which is just the the adhesions of the connective tissue yeah relaxing so so yeah i mean the the i was blown away when i saw those x-rays myself because mm -hmm. i i knew i was relaxing things and i could actually sometimes feel my bones shift a little bit which was again weird <laughs> uh, but to actually see the x-rays and see my that my eye sockets have aligned more and my jaw which was way off to the side is now more in the center and my wow. neck has straightened i mean yeah it's nice to have that that physical that you can look at and see oh yeah this 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 means we are incredibly powerful if yeah. we can find this power oh i'm just covered in goosebumps right now because i love this this is exactly what i love to talk about on the show is the power that we have available to us as human beings no drugs no 
outside influence whatsoever and you've completely changed your skull structure yeah so imagine what we can do that's amazing oh my gosh i'm geeking out so big time right now <laughs> i love it so in all of this work that you've done with yourself i'm curious is this part of your work who are you motivated to serve how do you support others with this I've worked with some people with EFT. Um, mm -hmm. I, I have a group um, called Self Mastery that we, we we do this work and we read and see what else we can learn. But but at this point, my goal is really to share this information because I didn't know that we could go this far, right? I was doing mm -hmm. a lot of these practices before, but um, once I realized if I just kept going and did more and actually released my past, really, you know, had that willpower to go back and do that work, the difference it can make. So that's yeah, what I'm wanting to absolutely. share. Absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing this story with us because it's incredible. And I've always said, you know, you can spew up facts and words until you're blue in the face. But when you actually see physical evidence of a change and those stories that you can share, I think that's way more impactful than, you know, we're powerful. Okay, prove it. <laughs> You've proven it. I love that. So good. So I am curious, what does unity consciousness mean to you? Yeah, this is an interesting question. And one that's <laughs> shifted over time, right? Because mm -hmm. again, when I started this work, it, I didn't know what it meant at all. Yeah. yeah. But as I as I do more of this work, I, I have a more of a feel for it. And I know there's that phrase that like we're just one drop in the ocean. Mm -hmm. So we merge back into the ocean. And at this point, I feel that we all are the ocean yeah. and we're separated into drops. And it's the the resistance we have, which could be called judgment, the resistance we have to everyone else that is actually keeping us us separate. Yes. So all we need to do all you know the, <laughs> just the, a little thing say, yes all we need to do is let go of our resistance to everyone else right to oh. let go of all our judgments and at that point we will become one no big feat i mean right. just let go of all of your resistance to all the other humans and we'll be fine right <laughs> yeah right I love that, though. And I think unity consciousness is a journey. I don't know that it's ever a, a place that we get to where all of a sudden we're all unified. I think that's the whole purpose of being human is that we are all different. We all have different opinions. And when we can be compassionate to the other opinions, even when we don't agree with them, I think that's where unity really comes into play. Yeah. And there's another aspect of it. So what I just said is the out kind of the outer aspect but there's also from knowing myself on the inside and I look at this kind of like the through the law of attraction right which is working all the time and I mm -hmm. think of our whole self as being a signal that we're emitting and that signal is negatively affected by these adhesions by this judgment which is stored in our I believe in our connective tissue Mm. So once we've let all those adhesions go, then I believe our soul is quite happy in our body. It's quite happy to stay yeah. in our body as long as we want it to. Yeah. And at that point, we can tune into spirit or unity consciousness yeah. in a pure way. But when yeah. we've got these adhesions, we're kind of distorting that signal. Mm. And we can't do that. 
Yeah, I mean, it's like turning the dial on the radio and it's not quite coming through clear. There's a bit of static there, right? It's not quite that full signal just yet. And right. I think that's that's our journey. Is yeah. Clearing yeah. That and up. unfortunately, I think there's more static than we're aware of. At least I wasn't aware of it. And as I went through down this path, you know, as my awareness expanded, I became more and more aware of more and more tension right yeah. because when I first started I couldn't put my awareness in my body now I can put my awareness in my body there's a hell of a lot more tension in there than I ever realized was there yeah and so I'm just working through it one layer at a time so yeah absolutely I think that's so important too is that you know when we have this awareness of something happening in the body we are trained and programmed not to feel it we're trained to Netflix it, numb it, dumb it, drug it, alcoholic, feed it, whatever, right? Because we don't want to feel it. And I think that's the key is being open to feeling it. Absolutely. That's what I have done at each layer, right? The first layer was the words, then it was the emotions, then the physical sensations, and now the tension on the inside. Yeah. And that to me, that is the, that's the only way. Positive thinking does not work because as soon as you try and think something that that's different than you're suppressing the thought that you're actually thinking. And if we just accepted that thought, it would dissipate, it would go. Yeah. And then you can, then the positive is underneath, right? Mm -hmm. The positive is underneath all of our history that we store in our body in this tension. Yeah. So that's all we need to do is, is find it and let it go. Just find it and let it go. Easy peasy. No problem. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you're out there sharing this story in a big, big way, uh, getting on podcasts, you've got this book. I'm curious, how does Unity, how does how do you see your business or your speaking career, or whatever you want to call it, how do you see that evolving with your desire for Unity Consciousness? I kind of see it as, as one as the one and the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm in a good position. You know, my husband works from home, he's got a good job, so I don't need to make money. So what I realize is I, I'm trying to let go of that tension, right, of any resistance. So I'm only doing these podcasts because I love doing the podcasts. Yeah. It's not because I feel like I need to, because I, if I feel like I need to, there's a tension inside of me. Mm, so mm -hmm. I'm doing them because I love doing them. So the energy is, in from my point of view, is good. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. So I'm hoping, you know, I would like to talk to many people. I would love to travel the world, see mm -hmm. the world more than I have already and um, and talk to as many people as possible. But I'm only going to do that if it's fun. Oh, I love that. Start with the emotion first. Right. And then I was saying that to you about Rebel Radio is that this was a passion project from the very beginning. And it's grown into something that I could have never expected. And I did not plan or strategize. And it just became this. It had a life of its own because I love it so much. And it's that joy of every Friday waking up and like, it's Rebel Radio Day. And I get so excited and I get to speak to incredible humans and have these conversations. It's that feeling state behind it, not the result that you get from it. If right. you get a result at all. Yeah, because yeah. if you're just in fun and if you're in that state, that's the signal that you're emitting and you're going to yeah. get more of that good feeling, that fun feeling back to you again. Yes. 
Absolutely. I love it. So I love that you touched on money because that's another conversation that we love to have here at Rebel Radio is, you know, and I, I think you maybe have alluded to it is that I don't need to make money. And so it takes some of that resistance, that push of like, oh, I need to do this so that. But I'm curious what wealth means to you. Well, probably at this point, it means in a piece because that's been my goal all along and is still my goal um, mm -hmm. to attain more in a piece. And to me, having extra money, if I wasn't feeling good about it, would just add more resistance. There, there is so much resistance in this world around money Yeah, for a huge number of people. And even people who have a lot of money, I think, also have resistance to it. Mm -hmm. They probably feel guilty. Um, you know, they feel like they're hoarding money and, and maybe should be spreading it around. There's just a lot of emotions around it. Yeah. So one of the things I've done in my groups is we'll just tap on the word money, right? If we tap on the word money and, and maybe some emotions, if we can grab them of how we feel about money or um, sayings that we've been programmed with in childhood, yep. right? all that is resistance to money. So if we can let the resistance go, then it will just flow. I love that. I love that. And I think, yeah, that's exactly what I believe wealth is, is flow. It's that flow of your self-love, your vitality, your energy, your self-care, your relationships, how you're being in your intimate relationships and your finances. But I believe that money is just a reflection of the flow that once you have that inner flow, that inner peace, like you've called it, then the money just shows up as a side effect of that. Yes, that's what I'm, that's what I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So good. So what is one truth that you wish every entrepreneur or storyteller or author out there knew? I wish they knew how to see things energetically. Oh, yeah. Because I don't think, well, it, again, it's another level of awareness, right? I would yeah. not have been able to see it that way previously, but we play, we replay things over and over again in our lives mm -hmm. so that we can experience those same feelings that we experienced or suppressed in childhood. So it might come through different methods or different actors in our play but they're just going to be the same things over and over again. So if can we see the energy? Can we see the resistance? Right? If, if you're asking someone for something and they don't want to give it to you, or you're trying to force someone, which is happening these days, right? You're trying to force someone to do something that they don't want to do, then they're going to push back, right? That's the way energy works. You try and push it. Some, there's going to be an equal and opposite resistance. Yeah. So if you can just work with that energy and maybe do some tapping and let the <laughs> resistance go so that you come across differently, you're not trying to force someone to do something, mm -hmm. you're not going to encounter that resistance. Yeah. So there's the flow, right? Then the flow can yeah. happen if the if you're not pushing against something. So that would be I love really it. Just that. I think the theme of this whole episode is let it go, let it go. <laughs> My audience always gets me to sing at some point. <laughs> I love it. Oh, and I feel like I could talk to you all day about this. As always, I just get so lit up by these conversations. I want to thank you for being on the show today deeply. But as always, we end the show with one last question. What do you dream of for the world? I think we can create 
peace on earth, heaven on earth. And I think it would be through letting the resistance go because we're so divided, just let the emotions on each side go and then we can come together in peace. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for your dream. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us for another epic episode of Rebel Radio. If you feel so inspired and wish to expand the message of unity consciousness, please share this episode, leave a review, and of course, if you want to know how to leverage this information in your own life and business, check out our website or contact us for more information. It is time for us all to seize our personal power, come into unity, and create massive impact together. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.